He who has health has hope. And he who has hope has everything. It's an Arabian proverb. Welcome to episode four of the You Soulful Genius podcast. You're listening to You Soulful Genius podcast, a show about highlighting the genius within every one of us through acts of creating a world of balance, truth and conscience. This is Mutia Tadaboale, your host. Dealing with change is an inevitable part of life. And while some people find it hard to manage change, others thrive in change and make the most of their new circumstances. My guest on the show today is a phenomenal lady who transformed a situation that was almost challenging into a truth-seeking moment that turned her pain into pleasure and, of course, lots of profit. Diana Mugger is a wellness consultant who created a successful business by improving her health and well-being, which then fascinated other people. Diana shares insights into her wellness journey and how she started helping other women achieve their health and wellness goals. Let's hear from Diana. To introduce yourself to, you know, the listeners. What do you do? How do you impact the world? What makes you that soulful genius? Right. So, as you said, uh, my name is Diana. I am a mom and a wife. Um, at the moment, I live in London. This has been my home for the last 17 years. I know it's such a long time, but I can't believe it. You know, I only came for like a two-year visa and suddenly, you know, here I am 17 years later. Uh, my journey with wellness uh, started because I had a weight I don't want to say a problem because it wasn't a problem. You know, our body is beautiful anyway, but it just became for me a change, a big change when I was pregnant. And so the first time I was pregnant, uh, my body completely shifted from how I was used to it to suddenly, you know, I was looking in a different way. And then it had an impact on my health, not on my mental well-being, but just the way I was um, kind of like when I was getting dressed and uh, my eating habits and how I was feeling. I was like feeling um, bloated and um, not be, being able to move. I didn't have so much energy, you know, my clothes didn't fit and that made me a little bit unhappy. And I was thinking, okay, everybody was saying to me, you know, your body's going to recover. You just had a baby, you know, just give it some time. And I did, I gave it some time. I lost a little bit of weight. I can't say I was unhappy with myself. It's just that I wasn't feeling like I was normally, you know, I just, it just wasn't me, the, the person I was, you know, before. But still, you know, I had another baby. And again, I, I went through another difficult pregnancy. And again, I, I added a bit more weight. And it's just, it was a combination of like the hormones and you know it's just so many things were going on and I was so lost so for the last couple of years um, my focus was actually getting back where I would feel my body was happy you know uh, not just how I look but how I felt you know I needed to have more energy I needed to get back my flexibility you know just kind of like to get back to where I was so I was always looking for solutions, you know, how moms are, you know, trying diet this, Definitely. diet that, yeah. you know. <laughs> 
I was thinking, oh, you know, I'm not eating that much. You know, what am I doing wrong? Something's wrong with me. You know, I just, it was, there, were, there was a lot of negativity around this thing. I'm not saying, you know, that uh, everybody should do as I was doing, or I'm not saying everyone will feel how I was feeling. This is just my own personal experience. But uh, there was uh, something that I didn't know about how we're supposed to eat. Um, because when you have a certain body weight your whole life, you don't really think about it. You just kind of take it as it is. Um, I didn't have to worry about it, basically. You know, I was just like looking good. <laughs> and then uh, suddenly I was also very aware of it. You know, everything I was eating, everything I was doing. Um, I was trying to find the solutions. I was fighting with my husband all the time. He was saying, oh, you eating too much. I'm not eating that much. You know, it's like only a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this. And uh, this is the trick, you know, it's kind of like you think it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that and like eating at whatever hours and just being as a mom, your life is really, really disorganized. I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but okay. it seems that we never have time for us. This is how I felt. Okay. So what, what practical things did you do at that time that helped you go back to how you want to be, how you want to look, how you want to feel? So basically, I stopped uh, eating whatever was left over in my kid's plate. That's one thing. And then um, I looked at food differently. Uh, so basically, food is there to give us energy, you know, to give us uh, well-being, to keep us alive, you know. So it's not a bad thing. Like, food is not our enemy. It's just the fact that we are not doing it in the right way. So basically, like, whatever we eat, it wasn't very nutritious. You know, there were maybe snacks that were not supposed to be in our diet. I tried um, um, to have a more scheduled uh, program. So basically what I do now, we have certain times around the day that we eat. And then I also take some supplements, which is all natural from plants. And this helped me revitalize my body. And I make everything uh, home cooked. Before I was doing the same, but what I was doing, maybe using a bit more oil, more fry up, a lot more bread. So I kind of swapped a few things, you know, like, um, uh, brown pasta for white pasta, you know, so I swapped them around, um, eat less bread. And if I was eating carbs, I was trying to eat the healthy carbs and not just the white bread and white rice and things like that. So there's just little changes that make all the difference. And then obviously the metabolism was a bit stuck. And with this kind of supplement, and there is like a herbal tea that I drink every day, and it a little bit restarted. And uh, yes, I had to kind of stop and think about it and just kind of become a tiny bit selfish with myself and, and, and take time for myself. So I am still a mom. My kids are older now. I can have a bit more time for myself. So I became a bit more aware and I, I, I managed to lose uh, quite a, a lot of weight in the last couple of months. And I have a good team now that um, we work together and we have, uh, you know, customers, you know, that we help them as well and they feel better, more energized, you know, more happier with, the, with their body. So, yes, it's all good. I mean, my struggle sometimes, I think that everything that happens to us happens for a reason. So I was 
put in that situation where I had the pregnancies and the difficulty to lose the weight for me to actually come to this moment where I can help other people this is how I feel about it exactly exactly and when you said something about um, you know, as moms, you know, the life, the day runs, everything is so disorganized and you were wondering if anybody resonated with that. And I can tell you so many people would say, yes, we resonate with that. So, you know, going back to that disorganized life as a mom and you coming to begin to put structure in your life, what would you think you did? Well, uh, I never skip breakfast anymore. <laughs> You know, I was always giving breakfast to my kids, but I was kind of forgetting about mine. I I was eating uh, quite a big dinner together with the family because, you know, my husband, he's at work, you know, long hours and I was at home and I was like doing everything, you know, during the day. And then in the evening, obviously, everybody wants to enjoy the family dinner together. But for myself, because I was going through this kind of struggle, you know, with my weight, it was kind of up, down, up, down, and I was trying to kind of, you know, get what I wanted. Um, I was not eating correctly during the day and then having this kind of like really big dinner at nighttime. And my, a lot of my clients, they, they tell me the same thing, you know, because like I said, it's not just moms that struggle with this. It's even, you know, men, because they stay so many hours out of the house and then when they come home they just want to have this you know like a family togetherness and you know like have a drink and uh, just watch a bit of telly and then maybe have a snack and it's normal I mean we all want that to be together with the family it's just that it's so bad for our bodies you know eating late in the evening and you know mostly snacking after dinner and then late in the night so I understand that it wasn't just my struggle, you know, many people have this. Um, And this is one of the things that I had to change. So I left these big dinners and, you know, the snacking and the things like like that. I left them for like a a weekend, maybe like a Saturday or a Sunday, where I kind of just, you know, let go and just kind of like be with the family. And the rest of the time is mostly a light dinner. And my main meal is breakfast and lunch. And then if I need the snacking, the snacking happens, you know, during the daytime as well, uh, mostly around 10 o'clock and though in the afternoon, four o'clock. So it's really important that we go to bed, you know, to rest with not such a full stomach. So we kind of have to go to bed tiny bit hungry, you know, so the body can rest, you know, so he's not really working when we are trying to sleep. So he's not really resting. And we are not using the energy that we give give that, you know, in the evening. Basically, what we have to do is we eat during the day, you know, we have our activities, we burn the calories, and then in the evening time, we should have a really light dinner. Lovely. Lovely. Thank you so much. You know, you talked about the point when you understood what happened or what was happening and you needed to take know drastic action so you embrace that change you decided to do it change is one of the greatest problems for people to embrace and work towards we resist change how did you manage to get yourself through that period when you were transitioning from who you were and you didn't like it and you knew what you needed to do and embraced it and started doing so how did you manage change i want people to learn you know how to embrace change and take action and change how did you manage it? 
you are so right and like so on point. This is one of the biggest challenges, you know. I mean, I knew I wanted to do this. Like for me, it was really set up in my in my head that I want to be back where I was before I was pregnant. So this was not something that I forgot about it. So it's been 10 years since I was first pregnant. You know, I mean, a lot can happen in 10 years. I could just, you know, relax and be like, I'm a mom. You know, I don't, I don't need to go to work, you know, because I'm a stay-at-home mom. I can do whatever I want. My husband still loves me. You know, he's not scared uh, that I look different now. I'm still the same person inside. So nothing has changed. It's how you feel and how much you want it. And the thing is that if you don't want something strong enough, you are not going to achieve it. You're just going to get lost in the transition and be like, what's the point? The point is, how do you feel? You know, it's like if you feel okay with you, then you don't need to change it. But if you don't feel okay with you and it's affecting your daily life, you know, and your mental health and, you know, life comes with a lot of struggles. I mean, financially, you know, emotionally. And if it's something that is going to make you feel better, then of course you're going to want it. So this was a big thing for me. You know, it's, um, it's something that gives me the confidence. It's something that uh, because I have two kids and uh, we are quite an active family, I was getting tired a lot and I was feeling busy and I had, um, I didn't sleep well, you know, so I just wasn't well. It wasn't just how I looked. It just, it just, everything is connected. You know, my body was not happy. I was not eating right. He was not happy. I was putting the weight on. I was trying to lose the weight through dieting. I was getting my energy level down, my nutrients level, because I was trying not to eat, you know, and it was just like such a vicious cycle. So in my head, I always knew I have to do something. So this was, this is how you do it. You need to have a reason that is so strong, you're never going to give up on it. And uh, people, yes, they kind of, they want something, but they don't really want it. It's kind of like, oh, I saw you doing something and I feel like, oh, I, I want that. But it's not your own thing. It's not, you don't feel it. I mean, it has to come from within you. Not someone is telling you do it because it's good for you. No, you have to feel it and embrace the change and kind of push through everything. So the reason has to be so strong that you know you're going to be there, even if you're not there yet, <laughs> if that makes sense. That is so powerful. Yes, you've got to have a very strong enough reason to keep you going. It's going to be challenging. Is it? It's going to be challenging. But you just have to have that within you, pushing you through, pushing that big why, that purpose, that prize you want to fill your eyes on. That is wonderful. Okay, lovely. So um, did you have a particular, like a practice or a habit that helped you with this success that you achieved that you can share? Uh, I'm a positive person. I like to find the good even if something is not so, you know, um, I like to charge myself with, uh, with people and with uh, activities, you know, so I could feel that this, it's kind of like I started this uh, job because I wanted to lose the weight. 
but because I'm working on social media, I'm kind of exposing myself every day. So the challenge was to keep going because um, I felt like, you know, people are now entrusting me with their own well-being. And it wasn't kind of like I was giving up, you know, it's just that I could combine my own lifestyle. For example, I am a stay-at-home mom, but I do, I'm, I'm a work, so I work from home. I've never stopped, not even the pandemic, not even when I had my kids. Like when I had my kids because I was sick, I was not doing much, but then once I recovered, I was doing like part-time jobs. So I'm quite an active person uh, and I socialize a lot. And what I do is I want to inspire people to look for more. Um, so I'm not the kind of person, if I'm at home, I'm just at home. No, I always go out. So I go out to the parks. I go out to, the, to see my friends. I go out for coffees. I go out exploring. I just want to see and do things every day. So because I could combine this lifestyle and the job, it was kind of like, a, uh, remember I said before that I feel that somehow the universe brought me to this moment because I, I'm, I am looking after myself. I can have the lifestyle that I want. I can be with my kids and my family and I can also help people. So in a way, it's a combination of all these things that made me keep going. And the fact that people come back and say, you know, thank you. And uh, they send you the messages and they say, you know, this, this program really helped me and you helped me. And I had a few people that somehow, because of the uh, this social media algorithms and things like that, we kind of get disconnected, you know? I mean, I have a lot of friends in my list, but not everyone can see me all the time. And they come in my messaging and they say, oh, you know, I haven't seen you in such a long time and I kind of miss you, you know, it kind of give me this vibe and this energy, you know, every day. And this is how you keep going. I mean, for me, it helps me that I can help other people because what I want is for everyone to feel like I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling good with myself. My self-esteem is, um, is up. I can spend time with my kids and with my husband. And like I said before, the life brings us a lot of challenges. And if you only focus on the problem that you have, your life is not the quality that it should be. So when you look at it like this, it's much easier to have a better day. Even if something comes up, you know, even if I was hungry this morning, my kids didn't put their shoelaces on or like the jacket and we were late and there was traffic and then you know someone called me and you know it's just uh, so many things that can go wrong but if you want to look at the problems instead of like the finding the solutions and instead of like calming yourself down and saying look it's just a tiny bit of you know a, a, just a moment you know it's not your whole life I mean your, your whole life is not going to look like this you just kind of like you know let go calm yourself down and kind of like you know reconnect with whatever you need to do and what what I want to do is look after myself uh, have like a well-being in our family and then I am exposing myself on social media in order to you know show other people that you know you can live a good life i mean 
yeah that's the whole point isn't it that's really it's kind of like live your life it's uh, life can be very very short I mean you know you oh. never know what's going to happen and it's not granted I mean nobody can that's guarantee true. tomorrow that's, is dead that's, that's Today, true you know, very very true this moment this year that's it that's true. That's true. Lovely point you raised there. You talked about positivity, how people should look, you know, on the bright side and how you exposed yourself because you were feeling good. You were doing things you thought you should share the things you were doing. And then you began to inspire other people and people started to entrust their lives onto you. Like, okay, help me with this. Give me this advice. And then you built it from there. That is really wonderful. I mean, how much more? Can we contribute to the world, if not by giving some of ourselves? And you are giving so much to people. And I'm glad you're getting people, you know, you're helping them change their life and you're doing wonderful things. Thank you so very much, Diana. Thanks so much. So what wisdom would you be sharing today? Like, do you have anything you want to share with people? Do you have anything you want to give to people? Do you want any? either any practical tips or you've got some freebies or you, you know what do you want to share with our audience that's going to help them that step you know one step forward to help them feel good be good look good just like you're looking so beautiful you know just feel the best of who they are what would you be giving today well first of all uh, i want to say thank you to anyone who is uh, watching and if anyone feels that they would love to talk to me you know, always they can contact me via uh, social media. I'm on Instagram. I have, um, uh, there's an email address there or they can just send me a direct message. It's not a problem. I'm on Facebook as well. I'm going to sure leave all that add... on the show notes. Yes. Yes. And also um, we offer free consultancy. Okay. So anyone wants to have a chat and uh, kind of get the ideas, you know, like where to start. Because like I said, I had the struggle for 10 years. I didn't know what to do. And I'm sure a lot of people have this in their lives. It's kind of like, I want to do something, but I don't know how to go about it, or I don't know where to turn to. Um, we have a chat uh, on Messenger, which uh, it's a daily support for people who are in my program. So basically, if they start with me for a 30-day plan, they, they will get everything from myself uh, and also like daily support. Um, you know, it's... Uh, it's a good, uh, it's a good, uh, it's a good job for myself. But I, I, like I said before, for me, it's a lifestyle and the fact that I can help other people. Before this, uh, because what I understand that everything comes from our uh, diet, I used to work as an insurance broker. So before I had this job, uh, I had another job and I was... Um, talking to people about life insurance, you know, like uh, sickness insurance and things like that. And that job was a little bit different because what I was trying to make people understand is that we need to plan in advance. Even if something has not happened yet, there is no guarantee that it won't. And, you know, everyone is a little bit worried about this uh, pandemic now. But if I was speaking to people one year ago and I was you know, it's just like a movie. So if I come to you and say, listen, um, in one year time, everybody, you know, will be really scared and will need a plan because we all might get sick. And they will be like, no, I'm fine. What are you talking about? Everything is fine. So it's kind of difficult to think like that. But 
what I learned is that everything comes from nutrition. So let's not talk about the virus anymore. It's not a subject uh, I'm too fond of, but it, the idea is that people uh, in their daily habits, in the long term, we can bring about some issues with our bodies. So nutrition and lifestyle is very important. So I decided that instead of telling people you, sh you could you know, get sick, I am trying to help them to be better now. So you know, maybe we won't need to worry so much about all the sicknesses and all the diseases that can come upon us. So we should just look after ourselves now. And then if in one year time, another pandemic comes and you know, everything is gonna get worse, well, at least we were better now. You know? So we had a good life now. <laughs> I um, get that we, point. We, that is, yes, that yeah, is so, really so important. Cannot, we yeah. really cannot control everything. But what we can control is what we do now. And a lot of things are connected with what we eat and how we live our life. So it's really important. So I kind of went from talking to people about what will happen in the future to kind of like, like let's do something now. And let's feel okay with us now, you know, and our kids, they take example from us. Um, this weekend, we had a short break in Devon and we did a lot of hiking. And when I mean a lot, I mean like a lot. Over three days, we did about 50 to 60 kilometers or something like oh, that. Wow. Just like a lot of walking. And then yeah. I came back, yeah, and then, and it was it was just like two families uh it was my family and then there was another single mom with her uh, five-year-old boy so you can imagine my daughter she's six and her son is five and then i have my other son who's nine so these are like quite young kids yeah you know and it wasn't just like walking we weren't walking in a straight line we were literally going up the hills and down the hills and it was so Deep, believe me it was so steep you know if anybody's been to Devon they know how the hills are there yeah, very sure. steep so my point is that I came back and I was talking to my friend and I was telling her like we did a lot of hiking and this and that and she's like, oh my god you are mad woman it's like your kids I'm like yeah what they were fine you know <laughs> Uh, they always follow our example. So even if it was difficult for them, they kind of knew that, you know, they have to do it. Because I was saying, you know, we can't really turn back. We just kind of have to keep going if we want to get home. And then when we get home, we might have a pizza party. And they were like, yay, so excited. Uh, we are the example for them. I mean, as parents, we have this uh, responsibility. It's not just about how I'm feeling is the fact that I'm setting some examples for my kids that they're going to follow, you know, as adults and all, you know, after with their own kids. So what I want is uh, for them to understand that even if we have everything in abundance, we don't need to, you know, consume it all. I mean, there are other parts of the world that don't have everything like we have and they appreciate it more. So if we have so much abundance, I mean, we should be grateful, but also not be reckless with it. Just, you know, that's it. That's it. our we body take, doesn't need excess. Exactly. <laughs> we should take responsibility for what we feed our body because it does affect our, our mind's work, our health overall. So, yes, great point. Lovely, lovely, lovely. 
is really good. And the example point, yes, we show example to other people. We inspire other people. What do we want them to take from us? That is good. And not just children. You show example to the people who you see, people who see you, people who come in contact with you. And I know you, you, you understand that. So when we help ourselves, we help other people to shine their light, to be the best of them. Thank you so much, Diana. I'm really honored having you here today. So yeah, um, that is it. I'm sure you got so much nuggets from there and there's so much we really could you know cover on the other things that you said but we don't have the time thank you so much as i said that's the useful for genius podcast on today's episode and until i see you again you just keep being the best of who you are thanks for joining us on the useful for genius podcast today love that conversation this week make sure to visit our website creativebusinessweek.com where you can subscribe to the show